Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. The past several episodes, we have been walking through Psalm 105. It has been interesting to look and contemplate on the trials that Joseph went through, but then to see the great and amazing good that it had in the end. It has led us to discuss that just because we go through trying times does not mean God is not with us. It just means that we don't see the whole picture at that time. God is taking each of us exactly where he wants us and has a much better plan than we could ever imagine. The last episode brought us to see that Israel came to Egypt and God made his people into a large nation, preparing them for what he had ahead. But then he had the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, forget what Joseph had done and to see the growing number of Israelites as a great threat. This led to bondage for them for 400 years. Talk about waiting and trials. Literally, they were slaves building cities for Egypt, and they waited 400 years to be saved. I certainly know I get impatient with God and wonder why it's taking so long to have the situation change, but he was building his nation and preparing them to be tough and great in number, as we see here. So too, he's doing that in our lives. Then, during a time when babies were being killed, God brought Moses and planned for him to be brought up in the Egyptian palace learning and gaining the skills needed to then go and talk before the Pharaoh. Though we are going through a challenging time, God knows where it is taking us and is using the time to sharpen and toughen us, placing us in situations where we will learn and gain the skills we need to fulfill his plan in the end. The next verse we got to read told us that God showed many signs and wonders in the land. Let's jump into Psalm 105 here and see what else we can learn about those signs. Psalm 105, 28. He sent darkness and made it dark, and they rebelled not against his word. He turned their waters into blood and slew their fish. Their land brought forth frogs in abundance and the chambers of their kings. He spake, and there came divers sorts of flies and lice in all their coasts. He gave them hail for rain and flaming fire in their land. He smote their vines also and their fig trees and brake the trees of their coasts. He spake, and the locusts came, and caterpillars, and that without number, and did eat up all the herbs in their land, and devoured the fruit of their ground. He smote also the firstborn in their land, and the chief of all their strength. He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them fell upon them. So the last verse we read here tells us that fear fell on Egypt. But did you see the loss and the many things God caused to happen first before that was the reaction? There was blackness so dark you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Like, that's intense, and it lasted for three days. I can't imagine living in darkness like that. Also, if you think about it, it's a complete miracle that God caused that to happen. I mean, did he just make the sun to not shine? Or did he block out the stars and moon because they also give out light? Did it happen just in Egypt or was it around the world? And how did he block it into just certain areas? It's crazy to think about how he made it all happen and makes at least me stop in awe of his power. But that isn't all. He turned the water into blood. All the fish died. The land became covered in frogs. I certainly can't say I particularly like frogs and can't imagine trying to live with them. We are told that they would literally jump into the bowls where Egyptians were making bread. How disgusting! 
Then there were flies, then hail and fire, destruction of all the vines and fig trees and just all trees in general, then locusts and caterpillars eating all the herbs and fruit that may have been left. Still, they didn't listen and understand God's power or fear him. It wasn't until God took away their strength, the firstborns of their families, that they realized who he was and feared him and his people. So much so that they begged the Israelites to leave and sent them off with gold, silver, and many precious things that were their possessions. How many of us are like the Egyptians, facing trials and tribulations time and time again, one right after another because we refuse to listen to God, recognize him, fear him, and know that he is God and he is the one in charge. It is not us who are in charge of our lives, it is him. Are we trusting in him or constantly hardening our hearts to him and facing great pain in our lives because of it? The last verse we had time for tells us that the Israelites not only left Egypt, but there was not even one feeble person among them. God had made them strong and ready for the journey ahead, preparing them and giving them what they needed. So too in our lives, he is and wants to prepare us. Are we listening to him and preparing? Join me in the next episode as we wrap up Psalm 105.